Hello, friends, and welcome to the Optimized Advisor Podcast, where we focus on optimizing the well-being and best practices of insurance and financial professionals today. On this show, our objective is to help you optimize your life, optimize your profession, and learn from other optimized advisors. I'm your host, Scott Heinela. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Nick. Here we are again. Here we are. Dynamic duo. That's right. Nick Bernadowitz. Yes. The one, the only. Sports and fitness guru. Long-term care extraordinaire expert. Well-rounded. Yes. So diverse (laughs) in your area, in your expertise. We do have some different areas of expertise. That's for sure. Okay. All kidding aside, we are here today to talk. Summer bods and summer wads. For our listeners, what the heck is a wad? Well, hold on. Did you work out this morning? I did. I did. I was, I got on the Peloton bike and I was tired. I'll be honest. My legs are, I'm feeling a little fatigued. So I, I, I did not put my, I gave it my best. However, today my best was not my best. If that makes sense. A hundred percent. So, but I did it. You did it. And, and what is a wad? It's a workout of the day. That was my workout of the day. It's all it is. I will tell you, I have been religiously following a stretching protocol. So pretty much if it's not seven days a week, it'll be six that I'm spending at least 22 minutes in stretching and mobility. And that has worked I'm already noticing wonders. It's probably been two weeks of that consistently sticking to that. And that has been at my advanced age, it is helping immensely. I was going to say at our advanced age, that becomes more and more important. It does. I mean, I would say even at a young age, right? It, it's, it's equally as important, but it rarely does anybody spend an equal amount of time. No, the only people that have ever stretch in their 20s are are playing a sport, right? And they're only stretching because their coach is telling them to. Yeah. They're not, you know, actively focusing on it. And and I, I would argue there's very few people that even do yoga in their 20s. Yeah. You know, until recent years, it's starting to become more popular. But staying loose, limber, keeping joints, ligaments, that, that that's part of... Uh, holding off decrepancy, you know, being helped to stay limber and loose and, and move. That's, that's very important. And health, right? If your muscles are maintaining, you know, if elongation, if that's a word, elasticity, you're definitely, I would say, better to fend off injury. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, one of the the biggest problems that people face through aging, and, and this isn't even just performance, just through aging is they lose mobility and, and the ability to do basic flexibility movements. And that causes major issues. Most, and we can go down a path of, of what causes certain things. So but most people with back issues, it's not a back problem. It's normally a mobility, a flexibility through hips, through psoas, through all types of different muscle groups that start getting tight to a point that it's hindering your mobility. And there's 
start causing pain. So the psoas is the hip flexor, hip flexor muscle. That's Part a huge, of. huge band. Yep. In your body, right? Yep. Right along the hip from the front to the back. Uh, you also have a piriformis, which is kind of inside the butt cheek where the femur comes into the, the pelvis. The gluteus. The gluteus. Um, That's a huge one. Huge one. IT band. So basically a belt-like band running from your knee to your hip. All those get tight and it pulls directly on your back. And so it's things like that, you know. So as you said... A, uh, staying loose limber is very important, um, not just for your summer bod, but yeah. uh, for general life throughout always. Um, year-round bod. Year-round. And, and, you know, everybody gets wrapped up that fitness has to be perfect. And, you know, and even you, you said it, you said, you know, I was tired. I didn't want to do it. My legs were tired, but you did it. And even if it was the the worst ride you've ever done on a Peloton and you you were dogging it and half-assing your effort, you still did it. It's better than staying in bed. It's better than sitting on the couch, drinking coffee, scrolling through whatever social media platform you're on. Um, 40 it, minutes have gone by, you've done nothing. You've done nothing but waste time. Today, I will admit, was one of those days where I set a 30-minute class and I'm riding and 15 minutes were done gone by and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'll, I'm going to actually just do five more today and I'm going to stop 10 minutes early. And as I approach the 20 minute time, I'm like, well, you know, maybe I can't be a little B. I got to finish this. I got to just get through this and put in the time, finish. And it's a funny thing. It's a digital, you know, on demand thing. But I'm like, what would this coach think of me if I quit their class early? If I was physically present, would I ever do that? No. No, no Of way. course you wouldn't. So, you know, perspective, mindset, it's the same thing. So I grind, I, I did grind it out. And at the end of it, they always, you know, make these little comments of this may have been hard, you know, <laughs> but you did this and you're better up because of that. And it's, you know. Yeah. Smirk at it. It's 100% accurate. Just put in the work. Get yeah. on the bike, get on the rower, go for a walk, lift weights, whatever it is, you know, get, just do it. Yeah. Circle back to our, our first <clears throat> um, discussion on fitness that we had on the podcast. It might have been episode one. It was way it was back early when. on. It was early on. Yep. Um, you know, we were saying, Fitness doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be done. It needs to be part of your daily routine or weekly routine so that it becomes a habit. It's it's getting started that people most struggle with because it's not part of their daily routine. Their daily routine might be wake up, have a cup of coffee, sit on the couch, do nothing, right? And, and wake up. So, or at the end of work, do that. Well, they need to incorporate some type of movement in their life, whatever it is, if it's stretching, if it's cardio, if it's lifting weights, combo, whatever it is, as part of the routine so that it can't be missed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it becomes a, a part of you and who you are and what you do on a daily. And so when you miss a workout, that is the 
weird feeling. That is the awkwardness of my routine is off. And and you just got to start. And you just got to start by moving and, and doing something. And here we are. It doesn't get any less challenging. So, <clears throat> you know, we're, kids are almost out of school. It's summer. School's out for <laughs> summer. And um, it's you an dated, exciting dated time. dated yourself with the song. I did a little bit. Okay. Alice Cooper. Okay. Uh, it's an exciting time for kids, family. We're planning our trips, especially right now with things opening up, you know, uh, pandemic hopefully subsiding here. I will, um, for side note, I and I've told you all this, I think this summer and fall are going to be set for a historic uh, six months of the year through travel, through people just fed up with being at home. And so, so with that, it doesn't get any easier. I need to get in my brief, you know, my swim trunk or bikini, bikini, bikini season bod. Yeah. Uh, that requires me to tighten up the screws here as it relates to my nutritional protocol. It also requires me to put in some extra time to shed that little bit of fat so that I feel a little bit better about myself in my trunks or my bikini. And then how do I maintain that through the summer when things are so busy? So let's kind of break that down. Well, first off, the the thing that people can't do is do their week-long detox and then just get right back to their old habits and you know, oh, I lost 10 pounds because I did my detox, my liquid diet, right? Or whatever. Uh, celery sticks and Ex- coffee. Exactly. Whatever whatever week. the fad, you know, detox is. Now, there's nothing wrong with those. Though I think those are great for resets, you know, hit the reset button, start over. As long as after you do that, you then incorporate good healthy habits going forward. Okay. So we're okay with uh, whatever it is, a juice cleanse, a, a shock to my system to hit the reset button. Uh, the challenge for most is that they, they do that, tick the box. And then what protocol do I deploy at that point in time? Yeah. That's normally the issue is they don't know. They don't know where to go. And it, it's really getting into, you know, and they can go back to episode one where we talked about healthy eating and, and along the lines, but it's, it's clean eating. It's, it's meat, veggies, nuts, and seeds, some fruit, right? No, no, no starch, um, no sugar, like really just clean up your eating, have real food. You can't starve the body day in, day out. And that's the solution. You cannot do that. No, you got to consume calories. What calories am I consuming? Find the right ones, lean, um, greens, lean meats, greens, Eat, please eat, but eat the right things. Yeah, every plate you have should have a a, a protein, carbohydrate, and a fat. Simple yeah. as that. And when we say carbohydrates, that doesn't mean bread, starchy carbs. It means vegetables, little fruit, these type of things. That's your carbohydrates. I'm not saying you can't have carbs. Eat as much carbs as, as you can of green leafy vegetables, right? Um, slow digesting fruits like apples, right? Things that are going to sit on the gut longer where you're going to get nutrient dense food out of it. So when I'm traveling, how do I do that? Cause I'm, we're, we're on the go. Yep. You're we're not at home. I don't have the full kitchen all the time. I don't have my convenient grocery store. Yeah. And, and 
it, it's making wise choices of one, if you're eating out, what you're choosing off menus, right? You're you're not ordering anything fried. You're not ordering anything sugary. You're you're focusing on the main principles of meat, veggies, nuts and seeds, right? Some fruit. Like you're focusing on that. Order and, more salads off the menu with dressing on the side. Yep. Pour as much dressing as you'd like, but you control the amount of dressing you put on that salad, not the person behind the counter who who knows how much they put on. Correct. And, you know, people will be like, give me a Cobb salad, salad, right? And they're throwing blue cheese all over it or ranch dressing. And understand, any creamy dressing that you're throwing on a salad is not good for you, right? It needs to be the olive oil balsamic. It needs to be the Italians, right? Where it's an oil-based type dressing that's going on your salad. Um, but when you're going out to restaurants and you're eating, you can eat healthy. And and it's just making the wise choice on the menu. You're not ordering the fried appetizers. You're not ordering the pizza flatbread. You know, you're you're making wise choices where it's okay, maybe it's ahi pokey. That's your your appetizer, right? Or something along those lines where it's sticking to the principles that we're saying of the meat and veggies, right? As your primary source of food. But I love the meat, meat, and more meat flatbread. Yeah, but too much meat is also a bad thing. <laughs> inflammatory. It, it, very inflammatory. And, you know, cholesterol raising and things. If you're, if you're eating bacon every day, um, you're going to have some issues. Now, what about if you don't have cholesterol issues? Uh, still. Like there's there, some people just genetically, they're not going to... Correct. They really don't have cholesterol issues for whatever reason. I don't know the science behind it, but... They can eat quite a bit of cholesterol-ridden food, and it still doesn't move the needle from a cholesterol standpoint. Yeah, but there's also people like Danielle, we love you, like Danielle that could eat whatever she wants, whenever she wants, and she's never going to gain a pound, you know? But that doesn't mean you should for your general health. Is that true? <laughs> Maybe a little. People are genetically predisposed to certain body types, certain qualities that they can have. That doesn't mean it's good for your overall health, right? Right. What's going on inside might not be what's happening on the outside. Correct. So just because that person might not be having cholesterol, which is a whole nother discussion because cholesterol is a made up thing. It's not a real thing. Blood pressure is real. That is a tangible thing. Cholesterol is something we as a society created as a number to measure. Um, So that's a whole nother discussion. We don't have to go there. But so blood pressure is blood pressure important. is critically important. Blood sugar levels, your A1C levels, critically important, keeping those numbers low. You don't want high levels of sugar in your blood. That's when you become diabetic. Um, so you want those numbers low. So if anyone ever gets, you know, blood profiles or panelings done, ask for an A1C reading so you can see it. They don't always test it unless you are pre-diabetic or diabetic or, or you know, predisposed to, to be become one, family history, things like that. Um, so those are good measures that you want to know. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 it's kind of a long-winded way of saying make, make the wise choices across the board, even if it doesn't affect you the same as it would the next person. So let's talk a little bit about on-the-go foods, grab-and-go stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm traveling, 
what are some some tricks, not tricks, but tricks or best practices yeah. that I can follow when I don't have access to a regular meal or, you know, I am traveling, I'm on a plane, I'm, you know, I don't want to stop and eat at XYZ Grill. And so what do I look at for these wrappers, whether it's a bar, whether it's a drink, whether it's something that I can buy over the counter and some things that I can kind of be on the look for to know that I'm doing the best that I can and not just buying the bar that has 40 ingredients, says it has 21 grams of protein and <laughs> therefore it's healthy. Well, you just said it, uh, 40 ingredients, throw it in the trash. Um, you want real whole food ingredients whenever you look at a wrapper. Um, if you don't know what something is on the back, that's not a food you should be eating um, because it's being it, it, it's being processed. It has additives that aren't real food. Um, what's the bars we get here? RX. RX yeah. bars. So those have, I think, five or six ingredients. Exactly. So an RX bar, a Lara bar, right? Some of these bars where it's just four, five, six ingredients, you know what's in there. They will have a shelf life. They go bad. That's another thing. If you have a bar that's going to be able to sit on your shelf for a year, there's something going on there that's not right. Real food should go bad. So if there's scientific words, danger. Danger. If it's normal ingredients that I can interpret, I understand it's in my everyday food. I can buy it at the 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 deli or the you know produce section. That that works. Less ingredients, the better. Less sugar, the better. Um, or natural sugars. At natural sugars, correct. So like dates, correct. That was a high in calories, but 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 it's a date. I mean, and it's a bar, right? So you're the amount of calories that's going to be in a bar is going to be relatively low. You know, a high caloric bar is going to be under 300 calories for the most part. So as a, a meal replacement on the go, that that's what that's fine. Yeah. Um, and, and when you're saying sugar, you got to be careful on the ingredients too, because when I'm saying low sugar, well, there might be some tricky sugars in there where it's chemically derived sugar, mm-hmm. not real. To, su- to sweeten it. To sweeten it. So they can say it's zero sugar, but it they have sucralose in it or stevia or some of these artificial ones. Stevia is a little different because it's derived from a plant, but some of these, you know, artificial forms where they can say it's zero sugar, even though it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it'll have the same uh, glycogen response, insulin spike response, which is sugar. It tricks your body synthetically. Tri- exactly. And you're going to get that same. Probably worse. Surge. Sweeter. Yeah. They are sweeter uh, than just real food. So back to your original question, you know, things to grab. Grab real food if you can. Apples, beef jerky, right? Even on a, a beef jerky, for the most part, if you're getting a good quality beef jerky, the, the ingredients are clean. It, it, it's not going to have all these additives. But check the package. Um, a beef jerky should have one to three ingredients. And the two and three should be salt, pepper, and maybe a, another basic seasoning. Nuts. Nuts. Another good one. What um, about dried fruit? Dried fruit's Careful. fine. Careful, you know, in moderation. But yeah, that, that's fine. Dried mango, as long as there's no sugar added. Dried apples, all those um, 
you know, Trader Joe's or, or some of these whole food places um, have great options that are, are, are non-sweetened versions of those um, that are great. And if you can pre-plan, so you know you're going to take a trip, right? Stock up on your snacks prior because as we know, unless you're in certain airports, you're not going to have good options. You're going to be with Shake Shack and, and yeah. Chick-fil-A and, and you're trying to figure out what you're going to eat. And, you know, the little newsstand places aren't going to have great options. They might have a trail mix, but it's with M&Ms and, right? And yeah. and so... Chex Mix, trail mix. Exactly. You're, loaded with sodium. That's the other thing to be careful for. Yeah. And so a lot of times when you're looking at any name brand thing that you know, as you just said, Chex Mix and some of these, it... it, it they're so bad. There's there's no reason you should have it, right? Um, so if you can pre-plan and 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 load up on on a few options, that's great. Now you'll you'll be able to find at, at most airports, you know, apples, uh, some iced teas for drinks, um, maybe even some green juices, things like that. Yeah. Um, as long as you're you're reading the ingredients, making sure you know what what they are, and yeah. there's no you know sugar added or anything like that, you're okay. Look at the labels, not just the nutritional facts, but also the ingredients on every label, and start to familiarize yourself with that. It you'll see a lot of things. Yeah, one of the 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 mistakes people make is they look on nutritional labels and or marketing labels, and they see no fat or no sugar and low carb. And they're thinking, oh, it's healthy for me or mm -hmm. all natural ingredients. Yeah. You know, some of these things, yeah, they're yeah. just marketing terms. It, it, right. Or even the nutritional facts, I can say, okay, be first of all, be careful what the serving size is because a lot of times they'll duplicate the serving mm -hmm. size and you're thinking, oh, I'm reading this and it's for the bar, but the serving size is two or 2.5, even worse. And you look at it and you're like, oh, two grams of sugar, that's reasonable. 14 grams of protein and four grams of carbs. Well, that's fine. No, not necessarily. You know, read the exactly. ingredients, look at how they got to that point. And sometimes it's trickery. Yeah. And the carbohydrates is the one they trick you all the time because it'll say low carb and it might be two and a half servings, like you said, and it might say 10 grams on the actual label. Well, two and a half times, that's 25 grams of carbs, mm. right? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, and and it, for one sitting, um, so those are just kind of best practices. If you are going to be buying out and you're not pre-planning, just be aware of the ingredients that you're actually consuming. Um, do not eat the airplane food <laughs> in terms of it's like their snacks. It's pretty much pretzels or the sugar cookie. That's uh, yeah, all that it is yeah, nowadays. and and they'll they're give not you... making it any easier. No, and there <laughs> if you look at the ingredients of those, there's 15 to 20 ingredients, and you can't pronounce half of them. So mm -hmm. th those aren't things you should be consuming. Okay, let's talk now. Transition to fitness. That probably wasn't very fun. I mean, now we've been <laughs> yeah, very exciting. We've been stuff. Big brother telling everybody they what they shouldn't be doing or eating, but transitioning to fitness. So this is another thing, you know, I get the resort. Oh, this is wonderful. I'm just going to sit here all week, drink my pina coladas and lounge. But that is probably not what I should be doing. 
I need to maintain some level of, you know, fitness protocol and, and stay motivated to keep active and stay fit. Uh, I don't really want to go to the gym. It's not my normal routine. You know, what, what do I do? So first off, go back to our original discussion of how many times a week should I work out? At least three. At least four. Oh, you want to work out more days than you are resting. Okay. I was just testing you. I yeah, was exactly. You. Exactly. We're making sure you're, you're <laughs> on it. So you want to work out more days than you rest throughout a week. So four days, right? And it, that would be your minimum that you want to do. Now, shoot, if you're going from zero, one, two days a week, fine. You're doing better than you are. But for a person that is working out, the, the average you should be shooting for is four. Um, so when you travel, your routine should not change in terms of, I want to still get my four in throughout my week. If you're taking a week long vacation. Now, as we said, you know, at the start of this and previously, that doesn't mean it has to be in the gym, perfect working out. Um, as you said, maybe I don't want to go lift weights. I don't want to go use the hotel gym. Maybe there isn't a hotel gym. That's fine. Uh, a hike with the family, right? Or get up early, run on the beach, right? Th those type things count as a fitness day. Take a 15 minute swim in the ocean or at the pool. Correct. Just swim some laps. Swim some laps. But but treat it as a workout. You're, right. you're not leisurely backstroking, doing the breaststroke doggy paddle, right? You're, you're treating it as a workout um, while on vacation. You're going on a hike, right? You're, you're, you're going for a jog. Now, if, if you're going to get a workout in, you can also get a workout in with body weight. Um, I do this all the time. If we're doing a beach vacation in, in Hawaii or, or, or somewhere, I'll always try to wake up because I, I can't sleep in. I, I just can't. So I'll always wake up before the kiddo and the wife and I'll go work out. I'll go down to the beach. I'll do something. And that something could just be as simple as run 200 meters or some distance followed by 20 squats and 20 push-ups or 20 burpees and repeat that cycle for three to five times. Yeah. Right? When, it, when in doubt, you always have push-ups, air squats, lunges, sit-ups, and running. And burpees. Don't, uh, don't yes, sleep on a burpee. Don't sleep on a burpee. That's right. Full body movement. Yeah. And, and you don't need you weights. You do that anywhere. You could do it anywhere. And you can vary it enough in terms of high volume and or short duration, high intensity that you can mix and match those movements enough that you have a plethora of workouts that you'll never run out on. So let's make this a little fun. I, I want to add a little weight. All right. You probably packed a backpack. Mm -hmm. The backpack has stuff in it. Just bring that. Do your squats and lunges while wearing the backpack or find something from the room that you can throw in the backpack that adds weight. Yeah, right. one of the things most of us will do, at least I know I do this when you travel and traveling with you, you do the same. You buy water, right? So you have water in your room. Well, if you're buying a gallon of water, that's that's good poundage to be able to use. And if you've bought a couple of them, those are great things. Yeah, each gallon's eight pounds. Exactly. So it, it's great. It's great dumbbells, quote unquote, to use for a workout. Um, as you said, backpacks, things like that. Um, Pack a jump rope. Bands, you can bring bands. Those take no space in your luggage. You can have a little travel pack that you bring with you. 
to add a little intensity to whatever it is you're doing. Bands are a great way. Agreed. I would not be traveling with a kettlebell. Don't don't throw that that'd in be, the backpack. That, that 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 might be tough to travel with. Uh, but yeah, bands. The Even resist- those. Um, uh, I just bought for the kids these. Um, well, they call them pancakes, but it's a big nylon bag. I could pack some of those if I wanted to. If I'm at a beach, yeah. use the beach sand. Fill that. It's it's that's a fantastic. If, I mean, if I'm really being thoughtful, intentional, yep. that would be a very easy thing I could bring and adds a lot to a workout. Well, I would argue if you care about health and fitness, you would be intentional when traveling, right? Um, you're not going to throw it out the window. You're going to keep it part of your routine because without it, you're going to feel as if you're missing something or you're letting yourself down, right? So so most people are going to be intentional on their travel about working out uh, because number one, you're going to pack workout clothes and workout shoes <laughs> right off the bat. So yeah. if you're, if you, you have to plan for it anyways with your attire um, and, and you know, as you said, throwing in a couple items, I, what I was getting to before the pancakes was a, a band is one of the greatest things because you're getting resistance training through a band um, and there's various resistance levels and, and types of bands that you can use. You can throw it on a door and be able to get a full body workout just off of that. If you wanted to incorporate resistance training, not just body weight. Yeah. You know, it's funny too. There's some people who, when they do go on vacation, they are all about exercising because they have the time mm-hmm. it's free of mind and you're freer. You, you know, you're not working per se and all of that. And so you, but then when I get home, what happens? <laughs> yeah. It's like the opposite. Then, so don't make that mistake. You know, like there are those people who are on vacation, they do a lot of physical activity while they're on vacation. And that's fantastic. Continue to maintain some level of activity when you get buried back in work. Don't, don't succumb to falling off a cliff. Yeah. And it, it's easy to do. Yeah. And working out, it's really easy to fall off the cliff on your diet and, and, and not working out yeah. um, in, in, in the opposite of that. Because as you said, sit by the pool, drink your, your Mai Tai pina colada and, and eat bad food because you're on vacation. Right. I can. So yeah, if you're going to indulge, why not get physical activity done before that? I, I, I don't think many people in the afternoon after day drinking and and doing whatever you're doing, then you're going to work out. So probably best practice is wake up and get your workout done. Uh, That's how I work. Uh, I I would imagine you're the same way is get it done. um, At least by noon. Like sometimes I'll get up with the family. We have our breakfast, we do our activity or we're by the pool and it's like, okay, before I'm going to have my afternoon beer, let's say, I've got to make sure I put in 30 minutes of work. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be perfect. As we said, it's something. Get a sweat, get your heart rate elevated, put in the time. Do a hundred burpees for time. You will be rewarded because of it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it doesn't, fitness doesn't have to be this glamorous thing. It just has to be done. And, and traveling, doing it at home even, it, it, it does not have to be perfect. If you don't have the right attire, oh, well, you're barefoot and doing it. If you're in your hotel room, it's raining outside. You can do everything you need to in a hotel room. Or it's just hot. 
Yeah. It's too hot. There's so many options yeah. in your air-conditioned hotel room. Right. You know what I mean? You can, And if you don't want to touch the floor because you're worried that it's dirty, do air squats. You're, you're fine. Do yeah. the Tabata-type design that we've talked about in the past. 20 seconds on, 10 off, 8 rounds. Do 16 rounds to change it up. Tuck jumps, lunges. There's so many things you can do not to be perfect just to ensure you're moving. You shared this once. Uh, you created kind of this travel workout list. 100 travel workouts. Would you be willing to share that? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> if they're interested, if anyone's interested in getting that, how can they? Well, they can email me directly or they can comment on the podcast uh, in the comment section asking for it. Um, email Nick B at mailpcwest.com. Correct. PaulCharlieWest.com. Ask for it. He'd be happy to send it to you. Yeah, we got 100 uh, body weight workouts and 50 uh, equipment-based workouts. What about nutritional nutritional kind of, I don't know, tidbits or insights from you? Do you have anything like that? Yeah, so I, I have a general fitness and nutritional discussion, basically guide. And then I also have a sample meal week for people. It's not specific to travel. It's just generic principles along with a a laid out week, what a week would look like. Um, But yes, uh, another kind of nice guideline for someone to follow. Same thing. If they they want that, just ask for it. That's great. Thank you for your insights once again. Trying trying to keep everybody healthy. That's right. And, and looking good free. in their bathing suits. Yes, exactly. Enjoy your summer, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.